1: Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word, that it is alive, oh, that it's sharp, that it's quick, and it is, oh, it's your wisdom, and I thank you, Lord, that when we hear it, we we hear your instructions, we hear what we're to do, we hear uh, areas that need to be changed, we hear just, we just hear easily what you're saying to us, and I thank you, Lord, that your word brings change, amen, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's my privilege to um, bring you the word this morning. That's so great. I love it. Hallelujah. Why don't you turn with me to John 7? Well, we're going to start there in John 7. I put things to bookmark everywhere and then it just, then they all came out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, in John seven thirty seven, I want to start in there. And I think I'm going to read in the Amplified this morning. It said, Now on the final and most important day of the feast, we're in John 7, 37. Now on the final and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried in a loud voice, If any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Oh, hallelujah. More than enough. More than enough. If we're thirsty, we can go to him and drink. He who believes in me, who cleaves, who cl- like clings on to, and trusts and relies on me, as the Scripture has said, from his innermost being shall flow continuously springs and rivers of living water, That's right. living water. Amen. But he that was spe- uh, he, but he was speaking of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who for those who believed, trusted, and had faith in Him, were afterward to receive. Rivers of living water. Yes. Living water. Have you, have you heard of living water? Living water, when we're talking about just actual drinking water, living water is water that it has to have movement in it. It can't be stagnant. It has to constantly be flowing. If something is stagnant, it can get polluted and can get nasty. And it can be like, if I don't know if you want to drink from a pond, but I don't want to drink from a pond. If there's lily pads flowing floating in it, you definitely don't want to drink in it. <laughs> you want something that's flowing alive. It has life. It's flowing. It's clean. It's clean water. And so, and I, and I looked in the Strongs because I wanted to, like, I wanted to read some more about that. And it, when, I, when I looked up rivers of living water, rivers, a current or brook or freshet, I love that, that's drinkable. And I, I had to look up freshet because I was like, what, what on earth is that? A flood or a river from a r- heavy rain or snow. So think of that. You, how fresh can you get from rain or snow? Like it's, it's clean. <laughs> and uh, like a fresh, like a running water. It's continually running. It's fresh. It's clean. And then if we're thirsty, we don't have to run far. We don't have to crawl through a desert and look and, and then see a mirage, and then it doesn't work out. We have Jesus right with us here. <laughs> we, hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. And, and so, and I was, I was thinking and and meditating on the scripture, and I was thinking and meditating about what I've learned in my geography classes when I was in in studying at UBC. I was, it was great to go to UBC and then get to pick the courses that I wanted to study, and I really, I enjoyed geography because it was like real it's like this is stuff that exists out there and I can learn about it and then we're sitting and we're learning and one day they're like talking about glaciers and I'm like young me there's still great glaciers I was like wow okay I did not know that and so (laughs) I learned that day that there were still glaciers I was like I should have known that but hey, living in BC but apparently I didn't. <laughs> but I learned a lot of things and I I really enjoyed learning about like rivers and rocks and all those ki- kinds of things. And I, and and learning about like river flows. Like a river flows. It just goes. And it goes and and, and nothing like and and men can stop it by what they build. But usually a river will flow, and it will just go. And uh, sometimes we see destruction after a, f- a rain or something like that. But that's manly's man's earthly constructions that got destroyed by the, the water. And so, it, it, how we interact with a river can uh, we can have different outcomes with how we um, live and operate and move. But rivers flow. And there's a power in the river to move forward. The river goes in one direction, forward, and it keeps on going. Yeah. And it just keeps on going. And Pastor Jason last week, he was talking about being part of a body and how we all have a part. And here we are, we have a part, that river flowing through us. Those living waters are flowing through us. And we have a part there as these waters flow through us that we can flow together. And we're going to flow together. And the river, when it flows together, it's all going to the ocean. It's all going to that collecting point. And so there's different tributaries and different streams and different rivers going into bigger, bigger rivers and river and getting all. And they're all going into one, du- one way, one direction, one stream that's going to lead into the ocean. And never did a stream flow and go, oh, I don't like that stream over there. <laughs> I, I, oh, I don't want to flow. I'll have to touch them. water. There's like no definition of where the line goes. All of a sudden, we're going to mix with them. Oh my. (laughs) I've never heard rivers or streams crying out when they meet each other. They just go and they just flow and they are happy because they're flowing together. And we can flow like that too. We're all going in the same direction. We're all going to heaven. We are all following his plan, <laughs> his, his will, his good plans. And, and, and you know what? If you're following God's good plan for you, and other person over here following good God, good, God's good plan for them, they're going to match. They're going to go together. They're not going to cancel one another out. If you're following God's plan, it's going to match with all the people following God's plan. Amen. And chances are there's going to be some overlap. Someone's good plan is going to affect your good plan, and your good plan is going to affect someone else's. We heard about that, those good plans intermingling this morning when someone decided to sell Saquila's son a house for a cheaper price. There is where we saw some overlap. Right. Yes? Oh, are you giving 10% down payment? He listened to his mom? <laughs> oh, he's tithing. Oh, interesting. Interesting. He was tithing, and he got a ch- house for cheaper. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then there could have been someone. That's my money. They didn't get their house for ten, ten, that cheaper. No, they got their house for full price and then some. Hallelujah. Because that devourers out there. But anyway... <laughs> Hallelujah. You want to know more and talk about more about tithing and giving? Please come to me after service. I had not many people take me up on that. <laughs> Maybe I'm just telling it all now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, definitely like. It. Well, but you know what? Those testimonies, I love to hear those testimonies actually. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Rivers flow and we're flowing together. That's right. We're coming together. And we and you know that attitudes not going to help you. Uh, oh, I'm going to touch them. Well, cuz guess what? It's too bad. It's going to happen. It happens. It happens. We're going to get together. We're going to live together forever. Forever. Eternity. Get to love the ones you're with. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're flowing together forever, eternity. I love what, uh, when I was in New York, my, pa- my pastor in New York would uh, say, he said, you know, if you live forever, where's the midlife crisis? <laughs> and <laughs> how can it be? Like, because, you know, there's no... There's like, where's the middle? Because you're like, okay, this is the middle. Well, it's not because it keeps on going. And you go and okay, now now is the middle. But no, it keeps on going. And you know, there's all, there's this eternity. And, And even before the foundations were formed, you were there. I was there. I was on the Father's mind. And I was there. His faith in action, birthing me forever. Him birthing you forever. Forever. I think we can manage this time on earth. (laughs) It's okay, we can do it, you know? I'm like, you know, this is the beginning of troubles. Like, so, you know, it hasn't begun yet. so. (laughs) So if you're struggling now get a hold, (laughs) lay a hold of his word, because we're flowing together, flowing together, so if if we're flowing together, we're all going the same direction, and and you can tell when someone's not flowing with, you can really tell, you're like, that's how I know, you know, like when I, like I'm going, and we're going a certain way, and then you have someone, ping, up here says, well, God said to do la la la, and I'm like, well, that doesn't line up with the direction that we're going. And, but they call it God. God told me to go do this. And, and then I'm like, hmm, does that honor the household you're with? The, the house, your church? That doesn't sound very honor, honorable. You're leaving them high and dry. And, then, and also, too, like leaders don't know about it. Hmm, but you think it's God. But there's this big, strong flow over here that you're running up against, and, and it's tiring, and it's hard, and it's not the way to go. You're going to end up somewhere where you shouldn't be and not following God's good plan, and you can get right back on track when you're ready, and then until then, it's not going to be so fun. Think about back to Joshua one 9, 8. <laughs> meditating on his word, yes. what he's saying. It's amazing how many people just think they know God's word and they don't because they haven't read it, but they've read something of it, but don't know it all completely or read uh, uh, you know the verses above and the verses below. <sighs> but we'll get there. We'll all get there. And, and if you're wondering, just go... There's the river flowing together. There's someone that can talk to you and help you always. Hallelujah. There's lots of pastors here. There's lots of people here that talk about God's word, share God's word. We heard about discipleship class. You can hear there. You can come to prayer meeting. That's a great place to learn how to flow and pray. Hallelujah. We have fun there. It's great. It's a good time. You can come here on a Sunday morning service. We got men's group we got women's group we got places where you can get connected and flow with great times great people do a shout out to someone hallelujah Amen. we're connected together my eyeballs not at home i'm like my, i'm all here you know and <laughs> you know, and, and oh, that's not to say that if you're with us online or you have to, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not saying that, but if you're at home, you should be talking to someone. Yeah. There should be some connection. That's right. Like the people that come to our church and they say, oh, that's my church. And I'm like, what? I don't even know you. <laughs> I'm like, Pastor Gwen's my pastor. What? You don't even come on a Sunday morning. Who are you and this is your church I'm part of that church too I think I should know you too but hallelujah you're here I know you all that's so great and you online I hope I know you (laughs) just message me I can get to know you hallelujah if you want to anyway hallelujah but rivers they come together and they there's this creation of power and Pastor Neil spoke a bit about dams uh, like a month ago or so ago. He was, he, and he showed us a picture of dams and how dams create power and then how they control and open the dams and then the water can come through and it creates power. There's power there. there it can be latent, which means sleeping, but there, or it can be going and moving. And so people harness it in, in, in dams, where we see in, in the dam, energy is created and power is created versus a flood where everything's destroyed. But that energy is, is, is working in both cases. Right. The power is there, it's just, just, it's just, there's just, we see destruction. And God's not a God of destruction, right. He's not. His river that flows is a river that flows in peace still waters, it's calm, it's fresh, but it's flowing and it's going, and we want to be in that flow. Hallelujah. Like because rivers here, they have a, an endpoint, like I was looking at for the Fraser River and I was seeing it at the map, and I was like, and it's somewhere close to Jasper. we have like, that's where it stops on the map. and then it goes and it goes all the way through BC. it goes up. And down and all around, and then finally gets to the ocean. But it has a beginning point and an end point. God's river is infinite, it's infinite. You can tap into it, and it's not like, okay, it's done. Or, oh, you know what? We have to ration today. We have to ration because there's not enough. No, if you're thirsty, he said, come and drink. Yeah. There's more than enough. You can keep on drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. And it's not, it's not like, you know, your tummy that gets full of drinking. It's your spirit. And how can we increase our spiritual capacity to drink more and not get to the point where we're too full? Yeah. How can we get more? How can we get more? More of him less of the world. And I think that's what it is. As yeah. soon as we trade out the world, we can get more of him. Yeah. If we're holding on to, partially holding on to the world, we can't, that's, that's a limit. We can't get more of him. But as soon as we let it go, we can see the more of God, his power flow more within our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there's no end or no, and no beginning to his river. And we're there with him. Hallelujah. So these river, rivers carry that power. They carry that power and we see it in different ways. It's always present there. In him, we have all that we need. In him, we have the answers. In him, we have wisdom. In him, we can know what to do. In him, we have his healing. In him, his goodness is flowing, is pouring in and pouring out of us. Hallelujah. He's our source. And once we see our, if we see ourselves as our source, it's not infinite. It's very finite. In ourselves, we don't have more than enough we have just barely enough. If there's been a day when you realized you weren't doing it in, uh, you were doing it in your strength, how can I tell you you've had a day and you've done it in your strength? Because you're laying on the couch. <laughs> Can't get up. Whoa. And it, f- and it looks like and feels like the day has beaten you with, <laughs> with a wet stick all day long. <laughs> How how do you know you've been doing it in your own strength? There's a way to do it in his strength. There's a way. He's our need. So we need to stop limiting him and stop putting him in a box. Now I'm going to show I'm going to walk through an example of that. So let's go. We're going to just go rewind to John 1 because we're in John we were in John 7. We're just going to go to John 1. We're going to stop limiting him. His First John one and one. That's easy. It's the first book of the the Gospels. The New t- Oh no, wait a second. Blah. No, I'm not here. It's the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Hallelujah. And then we're in one one, and it says, I always come back to this because I think it's really important for me, and it can be important for you if you want it to be. Um, but I like in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God, and the word w- was God. I just absolutely love my school, because we, we always talk about creation, and we always visit in September, and we talk about the creation, and God said, and it was, and it was good. He didn't doubt that when he said something, that it would happen. Amen. God is, he has faith too, mm-hmm. and he has faith in us. Yeah. Hallelujah. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in the same was the beginning with God. And all things were made by him, and without him not anything was made that was made. And in him was the life, and the life was the light of men. That living water, life, living waters, a light. And then if we skip down to verse 14, it says, And the Word was made flesh. Jesus and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory is the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth God is a lot of things he's not just one thing and I talked a lot about I talked in the last couple of sermons I preached I talked about the fruit of the spirit and I t- and and how it's love joy peace I know that the fruit of the spirit it's like when you plant an apple tree, it's an apple there. There's not like 13 different kinds of fruit on it. It's all, all the same kind of fruit. And so when we see the fruit of the Spirit, it has all those aspects, but they're not isolated. They're all together making one fruit the fruit of the Spirit. So we have love. We have to have patience. We have love. We have to have joy. We have, it, it's going to have all those aspects in it, or it's not the fruit of the Spirit. So, I, yeah, so keeping that in mind, that, that God has all these aspects and all these different characteristics, but they're together, and they're making one thing, Him, God. That fruit of the Spirit, that's Him, too working through us and being that fruit. Okay, all right. So thinking about that. So here we have, he's in the beginning, he's the word, he's made flesh, he's Jesus. God is love. Now let's go over to 1 Corinthians 2. Because I want to walk this through. 1 Corinthians. Oh, no, I won't find it in a second. First Corinthians uh, two. There's been times when I'll be like, that does not what it says. Oh, other one. 1 <laughs> Corinthians two and sixteen. And we quote we quote this a lot. It says, for who who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him. Well, we do. We have the mind of Christ. And so a couple weeks back, we were praying and I was, was praying and, and God showed me the scripture in a different way. And here's where we, you know, we're limiting God, but we can open up and through revelation get more of who he is. And, and, and I was praying and I'm like, we have the mind of Christ. Who is Christ? He is the word of God. Oh, let's put that in there. But we have the mind of of the word. Hmm. You have the mind of the word. You have the answer. You have the scripture for the moment. You know what to say. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. We have the mind of Christ. We have a mind of love. I'm going to make choices and decisions based on love, based on God's word, I'm going to follow after that. I'm going to have that mind, the mind that follows after God's word, that is love in every single situation, that when I come and sit with someone and I talk to them, love is ever present in what I'm thinking, what I'm doing, what I'm saying with that person. Truth coming out of my mouth, what I'm thinking, truth of the situation. I can see the answer. I can see the truth here. I have the mind of Christ. So much more. Sometimes we say things and we don't really know what they mean, and we can know what they mean because we're in that river. We're in that flow and he can show us, and he can show us the way. To, we, can, we, we are just flowing, and so we know the way to go. We don't have to ask, well, which way now? Well, the river's going that way. That's the way to go. It's very easy. We just have to get alongside that. And, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, you don't, do you know, not know what to do, or do you have the mind of Christ, the mind of God's Word that knows what to do? We go back to Joshua 1 8. Is it departing from your lips? Is where you are because of something departing from your lips? Or some, like, because if you have faith for something, you're going to say it. You're gonna. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when you're having a conversation with someone, I should know what your faith is, what you have faith for, and what you're having faith for. I should know. Or, or I could hear complaining. (laughs) Complaining. And I was just thinking about that complaining. You know that can that's going to happen anywhere. Like, if you're a complainer, you're going to complain at your work. And so everybody's going to get to hear you at work. If you're a complainer, you complain at home. If you're a complainer, you complain out wherever you are. And that's who you are, is a complainer. Because that's out of out of your heart. The complainer speaks. And so, <laughs> I mean, like, you know these people, you know. I'm like, I'm I'm sure they're not here. But you've heard these people. And, man, it's not fun. (laughs) And then that's where their faith is because they have faith for their complaints. But we have the mind of Christ. We're flowing in his word. We're allowing his spirit to flow through us. Rivers of living water, more than enough for every situation, more than enough for your day, not just a little to get by, to scrape by, but the whole way, the whole way, from when you, before you sleep, you get up, to when you go to sleep, enough for your day, every day, renewed day by day, always made new, walking in that newness of life. But we have the mind of Christ, and he's instructing us. So, How can we not know what to do? I know what to do in every situation. Maybe not in that moment, but I know what to do. I know what to do, Lord. You're showing me what to do. I know the direction to go. There's only one, because the river's going that way. Hallelujah. And rivers, they shape They shape things. Now, if we left the Fraser River alone, things would look very different from what they do now. Man does things. They occupy the land. And when they occupy the land, they put things in place so things can stay how they are, because when they put up a big, huge, tall skyscraper, they don't want the river to knock it over and they don't want and they want everything they don't want it to flood and they need and they need things right and 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 so and so we have a, like a deluge of rain and then you know we see the puddles in the street because things weren't working in in their top form cuz man needed to go and clean those drains and do this thing but the rain just rained and the water's just flo- flowed they were just flowing that's that's what they do they're not you know they're, oh, I'm going to really stick it to them and flood them this time. They're not thinking that. They're just going where they're going. So we have, we, um, it has the power to change the landscape. And if we think about the Fraser River and think about it, when you go to the, the very beginning of a river, have you noticed how there's, it's very rocky and not, there's not much sand because the river, the, the river is pushing that sand down and then we see it at the mouth of the Fraser. If you've ever seen satellite imagery or pictures from the air of a place where we see the mouth of a river, you see all that sediment going out. And even in the Fraser River, they have to do what's called dredging because all the sediment gets pushed down. And if you look at the Fraser River, uh, there's other reasons why I wouldn't want to swim in it, but one of the reasons why it looks so dirty is because there's so much sediment in it. It's all carrying all that sediment and carrying it down. Notice that the, if you think about a, a little babbling brook that's moving really fast and is really clean, it's not carrying much, but it's when it's together, it can carry all that sediment together. And it won't. S- it and it will settle down before it go- moves out into the ocean. So we have to do things like we have to at Blackie Spit at the beach. They build these walls so that the sand doesn't go away. And they and they and they build burns, and they build s- put rocks places so the sand doesn't move and things don't move. But that's the power in natural water. Think about the power of the the living water flowing through us. It's not changing physical things. It's changing spiritual things. It's changing the environment that you're in. When it's flowing in you and through you, how can things not change? They have to change. That water is shaping things in your environment it shapes how you move how you act how you respond and it affects those around you who might just ju- like jump as far away from that river as they can get to the ones that jump with and say hey wait a second i want to ride that wave with you but it has the power and if we, and if we leave water it will a new landscape is formed And so how we can let the Holy Spirit flow through us and we leave it and do what we heard this morning about following after it and yielding to it, not creating our structures. God, you have to move this way in this area. Here, let me create my little rocks. Okay, water, you can go only here. This is where you can go. And the thing about that, the man-made structures, they have to keep them up. They keep on having to put rocks there. They keep on having to dredge. It's a lot of work to do that. But there's a landscape that God wants to build, that he wants to grow in us and through us. And it starts with yielding and obeying. And yielding is not a terrible thing that, that some people think it is. It's just letting something else go first. When you're at this, at the, at, in your car, you drive up and there's a yield sign. You let them go first. Go for it. I'll follow after you. That's yielding to the Lord. Yeah. Go for it, God. I'll go after you. That's all it is. Why do we make it so hard? Why is it so hard? It's because we're holding on to things that we think we need. We think that we're losing. That they think we won't have anything better than that. I really wanted a job. And I kept on applying to jobs and applying to jobs and applying to jobs, and it didn't happen when I wanted it. But when the time was right, I had lots of choice. I had lots of choice, and I was like God, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> but I—I—I I, I, I was. I, let me don't get me wrong. I was blessed. It's—it's—it's it's, it's lovely to be wanted, but you don't want it to drive you. <laughs> but it was like, wow, they all—they're all hiring me. But it was in that moment before, in that time that was hard, and there was pressure, and there was things to lay down and actually lay my job down, and not let it be first, and not let it be the important thing, and, and talk to God, talk to him about other things, not just my job, but other things. And and I grew in that time, and I was able to hear him more accurately than ever before. And that enabled me, when I had all these job offers to pick the one that God had for me. But not look at a commute that was shorter, or look at finances, or look at, ooh, look at this over here, or, oh, this would be more convenient, this job because la, la, la. And it wasn't uh, writing the jobs down and writing a list and choosing the best choice. It was a, I feel peace with this choice. Because in that was so much better than just comparing and contrasting. But going the way of peace is going the way of the river. Yielding and letting God make the choice in me and through me. And I'm happy. Don't you want peace? I know I like peace. Peace is a good thing. You definitely want peace in your work. Because let me tell you, when when you're with five-year-olds, there's not a lot of peace with them in that room. (laughs) It's something different, but I have that peace. And I'm not going by what I see. And I have peace at the end of the day. And the same thing happened. And I have Ari. And obeying and laying what you want down is the best thing that you can ever do. The moment I laid it down and said, God, I want what you want for me. I want you most of all and first. And all these things were good in the end. And what I think we do, is we think we think we know who we are more than God knows who you are. He knows the hairs on your head He was thinking about you before the foundations. He knew what would happen. He knew what what delights you. He knows what's going to make you happiest. And and every time I bring it up, you don't know what makes you happiest. You've got that shirt in the closet that you bought and you don't like it. And why did you buy it? Because you used your money and you bought it and you thought you'd love it you 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 thought that you wanted it and you bought it and there it hangs in the in the closet obviously you don't know yourself well enough <laughs> there's the proof in your closet and i know that when you go home you're going to go look at that shirt <laughs> <laughs> i don't know me like god knows me <laughs> So we just let him go first. And you you know what's great is the, the person who goes first sees it first. And sometimes you don't need to see it first. And then also, too, he's that strong, mighty, powerful flow that pushes all those obstacles out of your way. And that you can go where you're called to go and do what you're called to do and be happy floating down that river. Hallelujah. It's good. We can let him. We can yield. And the thing is, is I can talk about it, but I can't yield for you. The only person that can yield is you. I can say it's great. I can say it's wonderful. I can say it's the best thing you'll ever do, but nothing compares to you doing it yourself and it's the way to go and it's a peaceful place it's a happy place and it's the best place to be and again remember that we're flowing together and so when I look over there I see the person flowing together with me my brother my sister you are happy in your stream flowing with me our flowing together. Our allowing that flow of living water to go through us so that others can partake. That there's room in the stream for people standing on the banks, there's room in the stream for family members, there's room in the stream for coworkers that you've shared shared with for so long. There's room in the stream for the stranger that you just have an encounter with in one moment. Oh, there's room. And when we yield, we have the mind of Christ. We have his wisdom, his words that can speak into any situation of anyone that you encounter and That river can change things. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we yield to you. I thank you, Lord, that you're showing us areas that have not yet been yielded where we can just lay those down right now at your feet. No longer we'll be standing in the water, but we're flowing in the water with you, you yielding to you, letting you go first, letting you have the say, knowing and trusting that it's the answer for every single situation, that it's the answer in that area where you've been looking for an answer, that it's not hard to find, that it's easy to find in you. I thank you that we know the answers. We have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of your word open in our mind and in our lives and in our hearts and in our mouths. I thank you, Lord, that when people see us, and they talk to us. They hear wisdom coming out of our mouth for every situation. I thank you that they see peace and a calmness and that I thank you when they draw near, that, they're draw, that we recognize and notice when they're drawing near, that it's drawing near, not to us, but drawing near and closer to you. And I thank you, Lord, we know the answer to have them enfolded and encompassed and drawn into your living water that they drink and that they see that living water flowing out of them. I thank you, you're opening our eyes. To the bigness of you, the multifacetedness of you, that we're not putting you in a box but opening you wide open to flow into Surrey, to flow into our homes, to flow into our jobs, oh, to flow in the highways and the byways, to flow in Surrey and to flow in the lower mainland to flow in all the areas, to flow into uh, to all of Canada, and that we flow also through the internet, that we flow through places, that our eyes are open, that we have those connections with people over the phone, over texts, over messages. I thank you, the Holy Spirit, that you're helping us and guiding us. That it's not just about us, it's about you. Increasing your bigness in other people. And creating a body so strong and so powerful, we impact this land for you. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Oh, that we yield. Oh, that we go. Oh, that when you say go, we go. And that go has been spoken. And we go and follow after you. And the way is clear and the way is known. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening today. We hope you have been strengthened and encouraged by the message you've heard. To hear more from our pastors or to learn more about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. You can contact us by phone at 604 594 7327. Or you can write to us at Unit 2A, 13139, 80th Avenue, Surrey, BC, V3W3B1.